Are you struggling to hire diverse tech talent? After all, every organization in the world is now a tech company. And the ability to attract, hire, and retain tech talent from all backgrounds is critical to their success. Enter Hackajob, a reverse marketplace that actively vets engineers. We flip the traditional model on its head, meaning companies apply to engineers versus candidates applying to jobs, with companies getting an 85% response rate to candidates they reach out to, as well as exposure to tech talent that directly meets their organization's diversity objectives. Companies such as S&P Global, CarMax, and Sensor Tower are all using Hackajob. Why not join them? Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, rash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. Feeling Indiana, looking Arizona. Hi, kids. Recording from Paradox HQ in picturesque Scottsdale, Arizona. It's the Chad and Cheese Podcast. This is your co-host, Joel. It's a dry heat cheeseman. And this is Chad, ready player one, so wash. And on this week's show, smart recruiters and checker go a-shopping. In-border takes flight and Silicon Valley feels the sting of (laughs) Web3. Let's do this. Okay, listener, how can you help your employees become more productive? I have answers. How about automating manual and repetitive tasks, giving meaning to data, then allowing that data to actually drive decisions? And how about matching people to your jobs quicker? Well, wait, the Chad and Cheese has a new LLM? No, Cheeseman, I'm talking about text kernel. Ah, okay, that makes more sense. What I'm hearing is the groundbreaking concept of, wait for it, yeah, simplicity. (laughs) Seriously, though, seriously. Text kernel cuts through the complexities like a tortilla chip through some hot nacho cheese. Oh, my God. Really? Nacho references already. Anyways, text kernel brings efficiency and productivity to your operations. Text kernel seamlessly unifies your tools and data to drive efficiencies and success. TextKernel is creating new opportunities for your recruitment journey, kind of like adding guac to my barbacoa burrito. Oh, my God. How about extracting meaningful insights from data? I mean, that, that's something. Swiftly matching yeah. people with jobs, automating repetitive tasks. Who knew such advanced concepts were even possible in the land of human resources? Uh, we did, Chad. We did. Dude, wrap it up. I'm a little hungry. Imagine that. Uh, Okay, listener, get ready to use today's tech to drive efficiencies and productivity. Visit textkernel.com. That's T-E-X-T-K-E-R-N-E-L.com. Nachos. What is Web3? Do we even know what Web3 is? We're going to get into that. Okay, good. Maybe after okay. the second commercial. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Okay, I don't know. Okay, okay. 
Dude, why don't we record all of our shows like this? We should. Let's just, get a sponsor to fly us to Arizona for eight months out of the year. No summers. No summers. And we could bounce around. It doesn't have to be just Arizona. It has to be somewhere nice with a pool. Shaker's our travel sponsor. Let's talk to them about this. Oh, yeah. This. A hot tub. And Tim Sackett has to be in the hot tub. On the unicorn floaty, if possible, (laughs) if possible. so gorgeous. Thanks to Paradox for bringing us out here and, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, hooking us up. It's been been a good time. We both have. What's known in the business as an analyst day. Oh, is that what this is? They show show us the product, answer questions. Is that what this is? Yeah, analyst day, under the sun. I have a corona. With corona. uh, Yeah, I have a corona. (laughs) And it's too hot in the hot tub, so we're recording in the shade right now. Let's get to... Let's get the shout out, shall we? Hit it. Actually, were you the one that sent me the sexual chocolate yeah. guy was getting off spot or Spotify? That was oh, yeah. that was fucking awesome. <laughs> Randy, what's his name? Randy Hudson? Rainbow? Oh, Hudson? What? Randy Watson, Watson. Oh. from the Peanut Gallery. That was Tim Sackett with Thank the uh, cultural Thank you, Tim reference. Tim Sackett, yes. Appreciate that. Let's get into some <laughs> shout outs. I think this podcast is the only thing standing between us and a meatless or an endless meat buffet. Oh, the meat sweats. The meat sweats and whiskey later i can't wait i got a shout out for linkedin chad you know i love me a good linkedin poll love me a good linkedin you love poll. to ride a poll yes yep. go so, ahead. oh man so uh so two went out recently uh one is <laughs> one is kind of fyi uh-huh. uh the other one is maybe the most important poll ever taken on linkedin I'll, I'll get to the the appetizer first so i wanted to know what percent of candidates were ghosting you for the talent community okay zero to ten forty percent 10 to 25%, 35%, 25 to 50% ghosting, 17%, and a whopping 9% said 50% plus ghost them. So 75%. The bottom half. Nobody's ghosting. <laughs> well, there's some ghosting going on. We had 250 votes. Uh, no, 298 votes on that one. Now, the second one, much uh-huh. more culturally oh, okay. significant. Okay. We got the big game coming up. Yes. I said... With your wings, ranch or blue cheese? Oh, good call. Okay. Question for the ages. How do you think it? How do you think it played out? Who do you think won that? I'm gonna one? go. It, the The classic is blue cheese. Yeah, the classic. I'm a ranch kind of guy, so I'm gonna go with ranch. Okay, ranch was the winner. It was close. Yes. We had 54 ranch. Yes. And 46 blue. We had 250 votes on that one. And yes, anyone from the Buffalo metro area were very strongly in the blue cheese camp. But anyway, this question is finally answered as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> ranch over blue cheese. Excellent. Well, the ranch or blue cheese of uh, the industry, we'll call that glass door, seems like it's dead, or at least that's what a series of TA leaders have been saying oh, no. over Say it ain't the so, last Joe. few weeks. That's right. The, it, I guess the crew over at Glassdoor, they're non-responsive whatsoever. You have people calling, and this is multiple TA leaders, calling, not getting any response whatsoever. I'm wondering if Indeed is looking to finally pull the... The, the cord on this? I or can't what's believe they on? don't even transfer calls to Indeed. <laughs> they just let it let it ring off the hook. 80s, 80s voicemail style. Like, What do they have? Indeed has the job content. I mean, they don't do if anything. If you're the last one turning off the lights at Glassdoor, give us a <laughs> shout and let us know what the hell's going on over there. Jesus. Shout out for 
our friends at job.com oh who have partnered with aaron okay so trailer and job.com announced a partnership that will allow trailer users to discover and apply for open positions with a video resume we love us some video resumes chad not rather than the traditional resume using video transcription and ai matching this is kind of interesting the integration will provide trailer users with a job matching functionality where they can be matched with relevant jobs i'm sure everyone putting on short form video on triller can't wait to get their hands on some job postings so can we finally figure out what the fuck job.com is going to be when they grow up i mean we have a we had a we had a credit card we had a credit card <laughs> yeah we had a, we, we had we had this new hey uh, ma where's the magic eight ball <laughs> where's the meatloaf hey, ma. i mean i don't know what they are going to be <laughs> that's right i don't know what the fuck they're bring gonna back be. the credit card Jeez. that's what i want the credit card two percent <laughs> Over the like fifteen. Per- I mean, n- none at least of throw this some made- NFTs or some crypto in there to really get our attention. They, no, you know what's next? Job.com and Cleoverse. There you go. Oh, you gotta listen to that to the European show. If you're lost on that one, you gotta listen. Listen to the Euro show. Another shout out. Higher scored. Oh, our friends over there. We love us some Athena and Ty yeah, and everybody else. Goddess of so, war. Yes. Goddess of war and apparently AI and uh, employment. So. <laughs> Our friends at Hired Score yes. officially signed a strategic cooperation agreement this week with Tupu, Excuse a, lot, me? a technology Poo-poo. and content provider of all-in-one recruitment solutions in, and this is the key point, Chad, China. Ah. In a release, they said this deal will enable mutual clients to gain instant benefits from more efficient candidate sourcing, fair and intelligent candidate screening, as well as improved employer branding capabilities. And did I mention this was in China, which I think is the most important point to take from this? If you can get into China, make friends with the CPC, I think there's money in those hills. Yeah. And if you think about it, in our space, for the most part, you're not seeing investment coming from China into our world as much, right? And if Athena goes after that huge fucking market, not to mention it's an immature market, Right. So you go into this immature market, show up guns blazing with poo poo. Uh, or is it too? No, I'm too sorry. So anyway, I think it's I think it's genius. Hopefully my Mandarin's you know. rusty. So who knows? <laughs> yes. For them. LinkedIn's pulling out of China. Athena's going not just the tip. She's going all in on China. Good for you, Athena. Good for you, Athena. Excellent. So hi, Ty. I have a. Shout out to Peloton, who is laying off 3,000 employees. The question is, what the fuck did they think was going to happen? They were spending money like drunken fucking sailors, and the pandemic, which juiced their business, wasn't going to last forever. So what did they think was going to happen? They had a party. And they invited the uh, instructors, and the employees didn't quite like that too much. The CEO is gone now, though, apparently. So what's going to save Peloton? They're the most expensive uh, clothes hanger, uh, (laughs) clothes dryer, whatever. Uh, What's going to happen is they're going to get acquired on the cheap by Nike or maybe Apple or I think Amazon was in there somewhere. Yeah, Uh, yeah, they'll get get snapped up uh, on the cheap a la Fitbit or uh, what other health gadget you probably owned back in 2012. Yeah, great product, great product, great service. The problem is, yeah, they were overextended and fucked themselves. So that's, uh, let's, we'll see where they actually end up. Peloton, 
Shout out to my wife. I want to be a little bit uh, self-serving here. Yeah, so Dr. Christine, uh, for those for those that don't know, uh, my my wife is on my wife is on the cutting edge of bugs as food. Yes, this is a real thing. Uh, it's coming to America in ah. the form of pet food, mm. probably. Okay, pet food, and and now companies are 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 giving environmental footprints on food and things that you buy. But why bugs? Why bugs? Yeah. They are easy to replicate or reproduce Good quickly. Protein, protein, a lot of protein, yeah, a little to protein. no space to, okay. uh, to take up. Yeah, they're they're easy to manage, quick to grow. Uh, they they grow themselves. I mean, it's it's a pretty miracle. It's quite a miracle food. It's a miracle food. Kids. Anyway, anyway, to the <laughs> point. Uh, you're familiar with Davos. Oh yeah, probably. Oh right? yeah, and a lot of our listeners probably are. Yeah. So, I mean, this is the World Economic Forum that yes. puts on this Davos. This is where all the rich white dudes. Rich go. white dudes, yeah. which. Their own private jets, that kind of shit. Yeah. Yes, yes, those kind of folks. So, so my wife was published in the World Economic Forum Woo. newsletter this week. So when you know when she leaves me for Elon Musk or Jamie Dimon, <laughs> you know why. Uh, and she was also interviewed by Wired magazine. So this is a really hot topic. Damn, she's 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 become a bit of a figurehead for the bugs is food. Yeah, trend. Shout out to my wife. If you go to the Cheeseman house for anything food, don't eat the cupcakes. <laughs> if you eat, if you eat anything bread, there's bugs in it. Bug flour, <laughs> Bug right? Flour. Okay. Yep. Okay. Okay. Cricket flour specifically. Okay. You've been warned, people. Yep. Shout out to a listener of ours, Sarah. We'll, we'll leave it at that. She asks Chad Sarah. and Cheese. Oh, I love that song. Sarah. She asks Chad and Cheese. I work for a insert big job board name here, and a good bit of my customers' contacts are turning over. Curious to know whether you think something is going on in HR slash talent, as in moving to marketing, branding, focus versus HR, or if it's just the attrition slash musical chairs we're seeing across the whole labor market. So what do you what do you think, Joel? Everyone's taking stock of their lives, I think. I think it's yeah, much like the Great Resignation. I don't think there's a simple answer. I think it's a lot of different things. People reevaluating their life, people yeah. moving to other jobs or just rediscovering new things. I don't think there's an easy answer to that question. There's not. We have a talent shortage already. Uh, a lot of that spurred through retirements, immigration. I mean, there, there's 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 a ton of things that are going on right now. Not to mention, I don't know if you've noticed or not, there's a shit ton of startups. And when you have startups, four million new companies started last year. Well, Chad. just look at our space though. Sure. If you have startups in our space and you have a practitioner mm -hmm. who is actually pulled, we've seen this, yep. Tyler Weeks, pulled into mm -hmm. a position. I mean, they want to build shit because they know what's wrong within their process sure. and their organization and they can't fucking fix it. These people are valuable yes. to other... So yeah. they leave, right? The so, Death Star is calling. Yes, yes. So I, the, like you'd said, there's a myriad of reasons why this is happening, sure. but uh, this, is, this is the time right now. If you have an opportunity... And uh, you get a chance to get some startup time, do it. You you might not be happy at the end of it, but who knows? You might get a good exit. Yeah, and speaking of gig economy, this is why travel is so important. Uh -huh. Chad, did you see the Uber cars with the ad uh, ads on top? No, I did not. Okay, so this is, uh, you can find out more at uber.com slash OOH. But do you remember like in the early 2000s where companies paid you to put a wrap on oh, your yeah, car yeah. and then they tracked mileage uh -huh. and those all kind of died? What There are Ubers out here in Phoenix with 
a digital ad board on top of their car. I'm guessing it magnetizes to the top uh-huh. or how, and then it's all, I'm sure, digitally uh, put through and then the driver gets money and obviously Uber gets money. So gig workers are going to make more money than they ever have before, which means less workers for a lot of people to hire, which means the talent crunch continues. So I can drive an Uber and I can put one of these on the top of my car. It looks to, I don't know all the details because I just saw it this morning, but I'm sure that you as a driver can opt to put this thing on your car uh-huh. and hope, I assume it comes down and, and pops on and off. And then ads are, are basically piped into it digitally. And the one I saw was put your ad on this car ah. and then you go to uber.com slash OOH <laughs> yeah. and then you can buy ad space okay. on these cars. And I'm sure they share the revenue and, and they make more money as a driver. Yeah. And you also can just probably just drive around with an ad and make money. And maybe where you are, if you're in a high frequency area, yeah. you make more money on the ad than if you're in the suburbs driving around. So it's pretty genius. It's the new age billboard that we've seen in taxis for our entire Not fucking nearly life. as interesting as free shit from Chad and Cheese. And Chad... I'm, I'm seeing way too many people not sign up and ask us, where's my shirt? Exactly. Where's my shit? Where's my beer? You, you can't win people unless you go to chadcheese.com backslash free. We've got shirts from Emissary, whiskey from Tex Colonel, and we have beer from our friends at Pillar. Chadcheese.com backslash free. Shout out to Chammy Bailey, who won our whiskey draw oh. this week. She works at Borset, one of my favorite one of my favorite meat meat producers. Well, and I've got to say, she lives in a part of the world where it's not easy to get her no get her whiskey. Le- Lebanon, but, Tennessee. But we got we got her the whiskey. A little tough. Thanks for Joel doing it would have the hard been quicker work. Quicker to just one. drive down there, I think. <laughs> you know what wouldn't be quicker? Driving to Belgium. You know why? Because you can't buy, drive to Belgium, but you can fly and be there in early May. Get yes, it on sir. your calendar right now, kids. Go to e recruitment dash congress.com going to be in belgium e-recruitment congress kind of says it all who's going to be speaking we've got like an esports dude we've got even favorite scott is is speaking isn't he i think we're we're the two old muppet guys in the in the balcony screaming at everybody yeah, no, it's good. We need a bit.ly URL for that for that URL. It's a little long. We should. E Congress. What? Just e- go to just go to Google <laughs> and type in e recruitment congress and I'm sure you'll be Can we fine. do redirects and Wix? Can we just do chatcheese.com <laughs> slash Brussels or Belgium? Pro- or? Probably could. Okay. That being said, also Wreckfest is in July. Yes, sir. Chad and Cheese on the disrupt stage. A little MC action there, drinking some Hard liquor, yeah. doing what we do. Yeah. Birthdays. Birthdays. Celebrating a birthday. It's a short list this week. Uh, if you want to be on this list, by the way, you got to go to chatcheese.com backslash free. Uh, we got Charles Brett's Jonathan Zoom. I wonder if he's Ooh. heir to the Zoom, uh, Zoom family. Zoom or Zoom? Zoom. Really? Zoom? Maybe it's Zoom. Is, is it Z-O-O-B? Autocorrect. I did this on the plane on the way over there. All right, Jonathan Zub, my bad. Zub's my boy. Come All on. right, so some of these names might not be right. I got Andrew Mall okay. and Jen Kurtz. Okay. Those sound about oh, right. That sound good. Okay. okay. All right. Cool. I apologize. Zub will Mr. be fine. Mr. Zoom. He'll be fine. <laughs> Mr. Zoom. Super Bowl. Oh, we got We got to talk about this. Okay, go ahead. Let's talk Picks about this. of comments. First and foremost, seeing the Cincinnati Bengals get in, it it it, make, it harkens back to Anderson, the, the the days of Anderson quarterbacking the Bengals, Ken Anderson, and, and then and then them losing, and Boomer. Don't them forget losing, Boomer. By the way, yeah, Boomer Sison, yeah, but both lost mostly, to the Niners, mostly Ken, Ken, Ken Anderson. Ken. 
Uh, yeah, seeing them, and then also seeing a kid from Ohio quarterbacking Joe Burrow. Yeah, uh, would love to see the Bengals win, but I don't see it happening. They're going. They're going to be playing an away game in L.A. Stadium. Yep. And those guys are hot. Not just not just their offense, but their defense. And one of the problems that Cincinnati has had is mm-hmm. Joe Burrow on his back. Yep, yep. And Avon Miller, uh, Arnold, or um, the other defensive end. Don, we talk about Darnold, or Donald. Donald. Aaron Donald. Yeah. I'm thinking of Sam Darnold. You're thinking of Donald. Wrong, yeah. wrong guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as a Clevelander, I'm a little torn about the whole Cincinnati <laughs> thing. I'm not Just be too excited. At least the colors are, are the same. Um, but I'm a little torn. Now, Now, for our DraftKings listeners, yes. the, the line, I think, is four and a half. Huh. Do you think, is that it? You, that's it. I take that line. You take the, oh, you, you yeah. take the Bengals at four and, give them four and a half points? They beat the Chiefs by three. The, I mean, yeah, I think I, I no, I think I think L.A. is going to blow them out. Oh, blowout. Yeah, okay. I think L.A. is going to blow them out. Okay. If the Chiefs didn't blow them out, I'm not sure that the Rams. Will. I think the Rams' defense is better. Yeah, than Chiefs yeah, up that'll front. be the X factor. The line sucks. Uh, so one interesting note uh, in our industry, uh, it looks like there will be no job sites employment sites linkedin whatever advertising in this year's super bowl do you take anything from that that's telling i think i think it is i think it's telling because you have zip recruiter who's spending a shit ton of cash on podcasts indeed advertised last year advertising i mean but but you also have to take a look at what was it like seven million dollars per 30 second ad yep so I think they're taking a look at that and then the ROI from before and saying, look, we can probably spend that money mm. throughout the year and, and do a better job. I, I don't know. But I think it's I think it's telling either one one of two ways, either for our industry or the Super Bowl. They've just gotten way too rich. Yes. Yeah. I wouldn't have been surprised if, if one of these unicorns that we talk about regularly just said, fuck it, let's roll the dice on a Super Bowl ad and build our brand like a motherfucker a la 1999. <laughs> because, you know, any one of these tech, b2b whatever employment sites that's not a job site did a workday style ad on the super bowl they'd instantly be a name that people would know yeah they would definitely be a name that people would know i'm just not sure they would get out of that what they think they would get out of that so you ready for topics topics Topics! all right smart recruiters has acquired london base attracts that's a-t-t-r-a-x a provider of career site software that lets companies build, you guessed it, career sites. Founded in 1999, what? according to my research, Attracts looks like a totally bootstrap business. The acquisition will, will result in an integrated offering called Smart Recruiters Attracts. That's clever. Huh. Designed, like smart designed to help customers build data-powered, curated career sites that enhance the candidate experience and improve hiring outcomes. Smart Recruiter CEO, founder, and friend of the show, Jerome Tiernick, said in a release, quote, we chose Attracts for its impressive technology and proven ability to help customers build award-winning career sites. The integration of Smart Recruiters and Attracts provides truly intelligent career sites that operate in tandem with the ATS to deliver hiring success. Terms were not disclosed. Attracts employs around 20 people. No announcement on what's happening with their executives. Huh. So... I used to think that the this type of tech was pretty much table stakes for any applicant tracking system, but in the the, the day in in today, or I should say today, these products when they're built internally are, are, are really shit and they're not done well. 
Um, then we have, you know, the, the whole point solutions and being able to choose your own and then you just integrate with our system. So I'm not sure, you know, if this is a great and smart move for, for smart recruiters uh, to be able to just have that ready and available or if they should have just kept them as a point solution unless they got them cheap. Yeah, I think uh, layers is the key word here. Layers. I think, I think ATSs hate layers. I think they hate layers of services on top of their service. And to the degree that they can buy those and make them their own, I think that they're going to do that. And we're seeing that more with uh, white labeling of technologies uh, saying, hey, this is the greenhouse programmatic solution, not the AppCast or some other provider. And, and, and customers, I think, feel comfortable using the ATS's product or what looks like the ATS's product as opposed to uh, someone layered on top of it. I think the other thing is um, there's a there's clearly a trend of recruiting following marketing solutions and these sort of do-it-yourself landing pages, microsites, you know, uh, I think in marketing is incredibly popular. It's been a thing in our industry, but it's always been, oh, someone else creates those for us or someone else provides those. It's an agency or whatever. And I think that more of that company or people are learning to do it themselves and want to have solutions that, that do that. Uh, one, one startup that I talked to out of Australia called Shazami. Uh, and yes, they've had uh, issues with uh, the movie of Sh- with Shaq in it, I think, called Shazam. Uh, does the same thing. They do sort of do-it-yourself landing pages, career sites, etc. So I just look at it as if we can control more of the layers that go on top of us, the better it's going to be. And yeah, terms won't disclose. This might have been a, a serious sale. They've been in business since 99, according to my research. So they may have been just wanted to get the hell out of it and called up uh, Jerome and a deal was made. <laughs> but we've been doing this since the early aughts. I mean, it, it, Talent Brew was created. Was it do it yourself though? I always thought they had to have somebody do it. I think they had the the setup where it was like, hey, you can do it yourself. Mm-hmm. But nobody wanted to do that, right? right. So, they, so they, they knew being them, being TMP Radency at this point, that, you know, they would lean on their agency and it just made sense, right? And that that was, that was that made sense. The avatures of the world, all these quote-unquote CRMs uh, that we started talent communities with, mm-hmm. those were all really predicated on, you know, landing pages and better experiences. So this isn't anything new. I think I see it full circle, but my question back to you with regard to like white labeling, you know, you can white label something like this. You don't need to buy it. Well, if you buy it, you get all the profits and all the control, and maybe they had smart people you yeah, wanted to hire, right. and they're in UK, and smart recruiters got a bunch of money, and they want to go public, so having some new toys to, do, to play with. I don't know. Could be. Could be. All right. Let's go to the background check game, which is always exciting. So we're, we're talking a little checker and yardsticks. Let's get to checker first. San Fran-based checker is growing its footprint north, acquiring Modo HR, a Vancouver Canadian-based background check company. The crown jewel is Modo HR's Screening Canada. That's trademark, Chad. One word, Screening Canada. Hello. Which provide background checks in both English and French. The acquisition will allow Checker clients greater access to Canadian background check data. Listeners may remember Checker, founded in 2014, has a valuation of $4.6 billion. (laughs) Numbers on the deal were not disclosed. Shocker. Moto HR employs about 40 people, according to LinkedIn. Crunchbase says Moto HR, founded in 2017, had previously raised two seed rounds, both with undisclosed sums. 
What are your thoughts on the Checker Modo HR deal, Chad? Yeah, Checker smart with regard to, you know, first and foremost, they have $559 million in funding. So you have that. Yep. They're, I'm sure, not doing bad when it comes to revenues, right? Uh, growth people is... People are still doing background checks, yeah, from what still, I understand. Yeah, <laughs> last time I checked. So how do you gain market? You either go in, into those different markets, spend a shit ton of cash to you know, penetrate that market and try to win win business, or you just buy motherfuckers. Yep. And that's what they did here. And I think that's incredibly smart. Go. It's, it's the same line of business. All you're doing is really pulling in new clients, new portfolio of clients. Yep. New clients, get some talent. Uh, and, and what we don't know, I echo all your sentiments. Now, what we don't know, and, and I thought instantly of uh, Indeed's acquisition of Workopolis back in the day, oh, which yeah. was allegedly a cock block <laughs> of ZipRecruiter. Yes. So yes. I'm wondering if Checker called Checkmate on someone <laughs> else trying to loop into the Canadian market and uh, and snatch these guys up. So yeah, for all that money, got to go public, got to be in Canada if you're an American company. This seems like a no-brainer yeah. to me. I, I'm interested to see where they go next. And again, I do not believe it's smart to go into, especially with the kind of bankroll that they have, the mm -hmm. lot of cash that they have. It, it's not smart to go in and try to penetrate a market from, from jump. Mm -hmm. Go in and acquire somebody if you can. Well, speaking of penetrate, Chad, let's talk about yardstick. Oh, okay. Which was my nickname in college, by the way, <laughs> but that's a different podcast. Uh, they've raised $8 million in Series A funding. The Minnetonka, that's in Minnesota, Chad, based startup provides employee screening, most interestingly, <laughs> for gig marketplaces. Yardstick will use the financing to support its growth, which has taken the company from 38 customers in 2020 to 131 customers in 2021. Founded in 2019, Yardstick previously raised $4 million in a seed round. Yardstick has around 25 employees with ARR of around $3 million. Chad, are you buying background checks for the gig economy? Uh, if I was checker, I would just go ahead and buy these fuckers now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, go to the couch, get some uh, get some spare change, and go buy a yardstick. I use Upwork quite a bit for uh -huh. employing designers yeah. and developers, and really the only background check you have is the number of stars on the jobs that they've done. Reviews, yeah, reviews, yeah. which is a perfectly fine system, but you can have a five-star review and still be an axe murderer. So uh, I, I'm a fan of easy background checks in this industry. It doesn't have to be the gig economy from a digital perspective. It could be the guy coming over to put my grill together uh, from TaskRabbit or any other babysitter, like th this kind of quick, easy, digital, uh, online background check for the little people, I yes. think makes a lot of sense. So yeah. yardstick, there you go. Uh, let's take a quick break and digest the yardstick, if you will. And uh, we'll be back with a little trouble in paradise. Human resources is supposed to be about humans. I mean, it's right there in the name. But when your hiring team is more like an assembly line glued to their computers, manually posting heaps of jobs everywhere they can think of, that human part feels nowhere to be found. This is a new era. Pando IQ takes the mind-numbing copy-pasting and nerve-wracking guesswork out of the job posting process. When you plan a hiring campaign with Pando IQ, you tell us who you need. Then, before you ever spend a cent, we predict what it will cost to find them. Pando IQ chooses the ideal recruiting sites from thousands of options. 
targeting the ones your next great hire frequently visits, then fires off your ads at precisely calculated times, surfacing the most relevant applicants for you to pick from. Now you're free to get to know the best talent, build great teams, and take care of your humans. Pando IQ will do the rest, so you can get back to doing what the computers can't. For more information on Pando IQ, go to pandologic.com. That's pandologic.com. The Valley Chad is in dire straits. Remember the apparently. Valley Girl, the whole Valley Girl thing that we went through in the was it the eighties? That was Nicholas the 80s, Cage. Right? It was a movie. It was a remember Moon Zappa? Uh yeah, my Valley uh-huh. Girl. Yeah, okay, yeah. fine. Yeah. For sure. For yeah. sure. Yes. Valley Girl. Things have changed. Yes. Yes. The Valley moved up north from the days when we were rolling. And uh, (laughs) apparently Web3, this is the second time we've mentioned Web3 on the show, it won't be the last, is fucking everything up. This is from Business Insider. Uh Recruiters say workers are leaving Silicon Valley giants for crypto and Web3 endeavors. Why, you ask? Well, one recruiter said it's because people want to work on what is most exciting in technology. And right now that's crypto and Web3. Oh, yeah. And it might pay to follow the money. With a scarcity of engineers focused on the space, it'll likely also pay off to take the high risk and get in early. Our friend at Hacker Rank, CEO Vivek Ravisankar, Vivek added, "Quote: Developers like new things; they like new shiny objects." They do. Chad, that's just one part of the story, though. We mentioned Apple paying out bonuses yes. of one hundred and eighty thousand dollars to developers. Okay, and it looks like. Amazon paid attention to that move. According to GeekWire reports, Amazon will boost its maximum pay base, base pay to $350,000 for corporate and tech employees. This is up from $160,000 previously as part of an overall increase in total compensation intended to help recruit top talent and retain existing employees. No word yet if employees will be offered a trip in Bezos penis (laughs) rocket. Chad, Silicon Valley's in trouble. Yes. What's your take? Yeah. So first off, Amazon is also not Web three, and and Web three is the the new hotness, the the cryptos, the NFTs, metaverse. The, Say it. The metaverse. It. The metaverse. <laughs> yes. Really, um, just changing your name to Meta doesn't keep the uh, keep the engineers, especially there. when you're when you're really not the metaverse. Um, so it's pretty interesting because there was there's an internal memo from Facebook entitled "Why is it so hard to hire right now?" Hmm. Yeah. And uh, I, I love this quote, actually coming from one of their their recruiting leaders. "Quote: All of you." are now starting to experience that major imbalance between supply and demand. And it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. And the thing is, when candidates were easy to get, we paid them $160,000 a year. And that was the top the top base mm-hmm. for Amazon. And they went to three fifty. dollars So what does that mean? It means they weren't just underpaying warehouse staff. Right. Even though their warehouse staff still not making enough for the shit that they do. But my question to you, if you were making 160 and and again, there's no transparency on what anybody makes in any of these companies, unless you're in HR and you can see that shit and you were making 160 and you see this shit. Yep. Do you go in and say, okay, yeah, I think 325 is good. I go to apply to whoever's paying. (laughs) 
300 or 1,000. I mean, I'm sure Apple got an influx of resumes when they started paying out $180,000 bonuses? in bonuses yeah. uh, to developers. I mean, look, this is this is the the this is the evolution of things. Uh, and if we're talking early 80s Valley Girls, uh, you know, Culture Club used to be a fucking awesome badass band. Do you really and then want things to evolved hurt me? And everyone moved to Guns and Roses. So and then you made me. This cry. is very similar to yeah, that, and they made you cry as a result. They did. The Karma Chameleon will get you, Chad, <laughs> and everything goes around. Now they have all the money. Yes, they're making payments. Uh-huh. They're putting their money where their mouth is. Uh, so that's when you have that to work with. It's a nice thing. And I, you know, do NFTs? Does Metaverse? Does all this stuff become huge? Or do people, does that flame out and people come back? Time will tell. This is a huge course correction, though. I mean, it really is. And if I am working for Amazon, this just signals to me that you knew you were fucking underpaying me. So if I don't get a pay raise, number one, or even if I do, I really just want to get the fuck out. You know, I I have a fuck you mentality at this point. And a lot of people have. Um, And I, and I, I also think one of the things, part of the story is, the compensation for a lot of those folks was in stock. Yeah. And for the yeah. last year or so, Amazon stock has been pretty meh. So if I'm looking at companies with with stocks that are going to the moon, that's also an incentive to start looking elsewhere because my Amazon shares aren't quite what I thought they would be at yes. this point. Agreed. And, you know, none of this talks about the CEO wages, which is... Your panties are all in a bunch. Fucking crazy, dude. So... <laughs> Earlier this month, Starbucks announced their plan, and I want to tie this together real quick because we, we've been talking about inflation, inflation, and we've been tying it to wages. Oh, yep. wait a minute. We've got to pay these people more, so therefore, we've got to up our prices. So Starbucks, earlier this month, announced their plan to hike its prices this year. It's the third increase. Because they're already pretty low. Yeah, yeah, fuck. The coffee's yeah, pretty cheap yeah. there already. It's the third increase since October. <laughs> a large U.S. restaurant chain, as large U.S. restaurant chains try to blunt the impact of most ferocious inflation in decades by passing costs along to its customers. The Seattle coffee chain CEO saw his overall compensation grow. Listen, kids. 40% from 14.67 million to over 20 million dollars last year. So, we've got we've got an incredibly imbalanced imbalanced <laughs> landscape which we're seeing with It's an injustice, which, Chad. Which we're seeing with Amazon and now we're seeing with CEO pay and that all goes into now they're spinning it into this bullshit narrative that oh wait a minute we've got to raise our prices and the problem is we have bloated margins ceos and executives and board pay is out of fucking whack and americans demand too much they're looking for they're looking for cheap and they're looking for 24 7 and this the companies and boards know this so they're ripping it out and saying well this is what you're asking for and we have to pay our people mm-hmm. more so therefore, you have to pay higher prices. Was supply chain not mentioned in this story at all as a reason why? Uh, Chipotle's CEO did this recently, didn't he? Yeah. 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 I got to pay more for burrito so Jackass in the Ivory Tower can have another yacht, basically. Yes. Hey, yes. that's capitalism. What are you going to do? Now, in fairness, 
Uh, Kevin Johnson, CEO of Starbucks. Uh, most of that increase was bonus stuff. His his relative salary increase was six point two percent. Now I'm curious with the stock market being very challenged right now, and most analysts say it will be through the entire year. Are we talking about these raises in twelve months? If we still are. There's so something curious. The question is, how much of a bonus did the baristas actually get? The ones who are doing the job day to day, looking the people in the face, they're in the community. How much of a bonus did they get? A bupkis, right? They, other than maybe a couple Didn't of free... did they get free, free college at the University of Phoenix? Free lattes of Phoenix, or something like free that. Lattes. I'm sure they, they get all the cafe lattes they can drink. <laughs> Starbucks said revenue in the most recent quarter jumped 19% to 8%. Point one billion. Yeah, we have all this backwards. And Dan Price, one of our favorite people that we love to talk about on the podcast, because he's the CEO of Gravity Payments. He's the guy who paid everybody in his company seventy thousand yeah. dollars, including himself. This is what he said on Twitter: Companies are doing a great job rebranding corporate greed as inflation. Mm. Let that sit with you. Let's take a break and let that digest. That's it. And we'll we'll come back with Metaverse. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Are you struggling to attract the talent you need today? Do you lack visibility into where your recruitment ad dollars are really going? There's a better way. Acquire ROI is a programmatic job advertising platform built to optimize your budget and supercharge hiring. Acquire ROI automatically manages and measures recruitment ads across job boards so you can allocate your budget based on insights, not hunches. Get to quality candidates faster and cost-effectively scale hiring across roles, all while gaining complete visibility and control over your recruitment marketing investments. Say goodbye to manual guesswork, inconsistent performance, and wasted spending. And hello to optimized automated campaigns that produce qualified applicants. At Acquire ROI, we make job advertising easy. Visit us at acquireroi.com and start transforming your talent acquisition today. All right, Chad. Let's talk about the metaverse. Okay. So it's like every week. So yeah, I know. Every I love week. it. And I don't even own an Oculus. Someone some company out there buy us an Oculus and put your logo on it and we'll we'll do social media posts. Anyway. <laughs> So Gartner, very, very reputable company, says in says in four short years, 25 percent of people will spend at least an hour a day in the metaverse. That's one in four people, Chad, for work, shopping, education, social and entertainment, which I put porn in that entertainment (laughs) section, which if I think about that, then I could get 25 percent. But anyway, Marty Resnick, uh, research vice president at Gartner, said, quote, enterprises will have the ability to expand and enhance their business models in unprecedented ways by moving from a digital business to a metaverse business. By 2026, 30% of the organizations in the world, world will have products and services ready for the metaverse. Wow. End quote. Ready Player One is just around the corner, Chad. Are you ready? I'm going to tell you right now. If Pornhub goes metaverse, it's going to be it's going to be way before 2026. And this going to be more than 25 percent. Number one. So the the big question is, what is the definition of metaverse? Right? Are we using kind of like this broad scope, you know, stroke of the not just the Oculus, but also what's happening? With Sony PlayStation, all the gaming, you know, the Xbox, those types of things. There's a lot of there, there, there's a shit ton, millions of dollars that are actually spent 
on those platforms on on the daily right so it does that count uh they talk about work right uh -huh. i think that personally our work metaverse is going to be completely different than our play metaverse do, do you agree well i'm glad you asked chad because gartner actually <laughs> defines the metaverse for us uh -oh. they define it as quote a collective virtual shared space created by the convergence of virtually enhanced physical and digital reality. It is persistent, providing enhanced immersive experiences as well as device independent and accessible through any type of device from tablets to head-mounted displays. Ah. So this could be so again, this is a very broad brush, which is why they got to 25%. Uh, and and I, I don't I think that we if we look at today engagement in the just the gaming platforms, I would like yep. to see what percentage that is, because to know that as a baseline would be to understand how quick we could get to 25 percent. So you're saying there's a there's a there's a big spectrum between I'm attending oh, yeah. a virtual class. Yes. And I'm buying land on Decentraland next to Snoop Dogg. <laughs> yes. OK, exactly. Well, then the numbers maybe make sense. They, they might. But not nearly as much sense as us getting another beer and putting our tootsies <laughs> in the pool and watching the sunset. Ooh, together. Think about that, kids. We out. We out. Thank you for listening to what's it called? The podcast. The chat. The cheese. Brilliant. They talk about recruiting. They talk about technology. But most of all, they talk about nothing. Just a lot of shout-outs of people you don't even know, and yet you're listening. It's incredible. And not one word about cheese. Not one. Cheddar. Blue. Nacho. Pepper Jack. Swiss. So many cheeses, and not one word. So weird. Anywho, be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.chatcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out! How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transform where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.